no intro again. Interesting. Okay. I'm, well, did it do? Hey, everybody, you're listening to Leverage Masters. <laughs> and last time, it started in the middle of the show about three to five minutes in. So who knows why the music isn't playing today? But that just means that we need to have even better music. <laughs> there you go. So you've got our host, Gina Gaudio Graves who goes by Gina Gaudio Grace now, which I love, and I'm Andrea Adams-Miller. And uh, Gina, what's going on in your neck of the world? We should probably tell people what's going on. <laughs> uh, we have nasty <laughs> storms today. <laughs> but other than that, things are exciting at Divizio. We just released a new dashboard. We're about to release our new e-wallet system for affiliates to get paid from their recent uh, promotions. So we're pretty excited about it. You can find out more at D-U-V-I-S-I-O.com. How about you, Andrew? What's going on in your world? Well, things are really amping up with the red carpet connection. I've got some uh, new clients and some opening for more new clients so that we can get you out in the spotlight and get you seen and heard so that you show up. And uh, that way you are this awesome person that you need to be with your great message. And I'm also um, really doing amazingly well with the Keep Smiling movement. I just completed a $23 million business plan that is taking that project to – uh, pretty much to the moon and back, so uh, pretty exciting. Uh, so we want to make sure that we, you know, we want to know people that what we do is uh, we create smiles in the world. And, and in fact, I, I joked yesterday, I think I want to change that. I'm like, oh, we'll make you smile. <laughs> I like it. I just got an yeah. advanced release on the latest book. I can't wait to read it. Oh, good. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll give you a reason to smile. <laughs> and we have a great reason to give you a reason to smile on the show today because, you know, we're all about leveraging your world uh, both professionally and personally so that you can really show up and stand up the way that you want to and that way you can have the abundance and the happiness that you deserve. And our guest, Erin Strayer, certainly does that. She's got an amazing background. Um, in fact, when we were talking on the phone, she flippantly said something about um, doing heart surgery <laughs> and, and for a moment I'm like I don't believe she was saying that like as a catchphrase <laughs> and sure enough <laughs> when I read her entire history I was very impressed so what she does now is she works with recovering corporations and or corporate CEOs and entrepreneurs and that, that way they hire her so she can help them get beyond the basics of business you know because people are indecisive sometimes they get held hostage by their own fear and they become complacent and she helps them get past that and really brings them that level of accountability accountability and helps look at their business in a different way so that they can really, you know, take that accountability strategy to make themselves more marketable and find out where they're, you know, leaking money and having other things going on. And what's even funnier is that she was a vascular surgeon. She had mastered surgery within the first nine months in the operating room and did all these amazing things. She had a skiing accident that left her paralyzed for four months, and yet this girl bounced right back and was kicking butt doing that. And she was going all over the world at 22 years old, um, working on these cutting-edge cardiac teams and being contracted all over the world. And then she realized after 25 years, you know, she had 
a real gift of negotiating what she wanted. And she started working with other people to help them negotiate things in their worlds, their environments, in the hospitals, and all of that stuff. And pretty soon people were clamoring at her, like, hey, help me with my medical career and my corporate business. Help me spearhead my sales. Help me coordinate my vendors and get some contracts out and implement an HR and marketing and purchasing and receiving department. And next thing she knew that she was really the glue that held it all together. I would say you put everybody in stitches. <laughs> you stitched everything together perfectly. And she had this great way of just being. And with that, she, um, you know, is performing at such a high level. She works with really high end six and seven figure clients to help them get what they want at a higher level. So welcome to the show, Gina, and I are pleased to have you with us. Oh, my gosh. How much fun is today, you guys? I just, you know, when, when you tap into um, really what makes you held together, you know, the stitching, right? Like you said, that was brilliant, by the way. I love that. I'm going to steal it. <laughs> well, I'm all about copywriting and NLP, so we're going we're gonna to work that right in. <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. Actually, can, so I'm going to interrupt again to say she really yeah. gets the blood pumping in all directions in your business. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, and, and when you live in that, that space and at that high vibration, right, when when you when everything in your world is ticking and and connecting and snapping right like every single cell in your body is really um, firing on a very high vibration because you are doing what makes you tick you you're aligned with what you're doing you're you are scaling at a rate that you can um, you know barely keep in front of and. Um, Still showing up authentically and in integrity, it is really a strong, strong place to be in. And um, you're happy, everybody around you happy, and it shows. You know, it just it it just shows um, in every single way um, that you show up. It appears when all of those well, things I'm, are aligned. You, you must have put me in an extremely creative mood because Gina, I, did you notice she said a firing and a tick twice. So those are both <laughs> go along with, you know, getting the heart pumping again. And then, you know, mm -hmm. and then now I'm, I'm just laughing, listening to you and I'm like, oh my gosh, she, you know, really helps you come from, you know, flatlining in your business to getting your heart to skip a beat. <laughs> You know, and that you're and that you're heart centered for corporations and entrepreneurs. I mean, we're going to oh rewrite gosh. you right here. Oh, <laughs> right you guys here. are here too go. funny. <laughs> too funny. Here we well, go. I knew, that, yeah. I knew that you and Gina would hit it off, too, because Gina had a, a, a crazy, ridiculous thing happened in her world where it took her down and under medically, and she bounced back and is doing remarkable things with her mm. creative business consulting, and Erin, you've done that, too, with your accident. So I knew you two would both hit it off because you're really I good went to at Notre Dame um, Law going into Aaron. I went to Notre Dame Law School, wrote on the law review. Oh. I ended up practicing environmental and toxic tort litigation. And wow. three weeks after I got accepted to teach at my alma mater, Notre Dame, I got into a devastating car accident that left me in either a wheelchair or a hospital bed for 10 years. Oh, my That's goodness. That's how I started my career as an entrepreneur. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, right? And it really it really go, makes you look at, what's going on and what's the bigger picture and what, okay, so universe just landed this ridiculous obstacle in your path and, yep. and you turned it, you turned it into gold. 
you 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 chose did you. You, cho- you chose right because it's all a choice what we do with every single every single um experience in our world right every single like did you get the parking spot that you wanted close enough to the door in the time that you wanted right that experience is like oh man i had to park at the back of the parking lot now what's that supposed to mean i'm all oh, right i'm supposed to exercise more blah 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 but no, you ran into somebody on the way in and you had this amazing conversation and you changed somebody's life, right? Like every single thing lines up every, and, and if we choose to look at the lessons that we are supposed to learn <laughs> from these crazy experiences, right? Like, like you would have never been able to guess that you would have been in a wheelchair or in a hospital bed for 10 years, let alone like ever get out of it. Right. And, and to create Correct. a business, and to create a business while you're you're in that position, I mean, you could have just been going, oh, well, this is it. That's Absolutely. And January of 2005, my doctors gave me 12 to 18 months to live. And six months later, total miracle. Went from a wheelchair to a walker to a cane to walking with no assistance at all. Stopped 42 pills per day, four continuous IVs per day. And went from being on death's doorstep to being 100% well. But it really makes you look at everything differently. It Mm -hmm. just does. Yeah. And not not only is she creative and awesome in business, but she's also single. So those of you who are awesome out there and want an awesome woman in your world, well, I know one. (laughs) (laughs) Jeannie's up for grabs, everybody. (laughs) Thank you for that, Andrea. Little, You're little, welcome. little poke for you there. <laughs> well, you know, you're getting what you want. Um, say that again, Gina. Recently single. I, I spent half my life married, so I am recently single again. Yeah, and um, and it, it, and it's. I think it's exciting because the whole show, you know, and Aaron's all about you know getting what you want. So why not let let. <laughs> right? Yeah, you know. Yep. And, and once you once you put it out to the universe, the universe actually knows exactly what you want and what you're looking for. Completely. Like, Even cool. the parking cool. space, right? Yeah. As long as yes. I do the work I need to do before I leave my house, I always get the parking space I want. I only have an issue not getting it when I forget to set my intention before I leave my house. Mhm. Mhm. Yep, and intentions are powerful. They're empowering. They really and the are. More spe- the, the more specific you can be with them, the clearer all the vibrations are around you that line up with your intention. So, like, it's just is is a absolutely on purpose. That's what intention is. It's on purpose. Ask. It's an on purpose. There ask. is no such thing as accident, or is there? You got it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe in I don't believe in coincidences. <laughs> Neither do I. Neither. Aaron, Aaron and I, Aaron. Well, Gina and I met. Actually, Gina, have we ever met in person? We've never met in person, have never. we? Never. No. Oh my gosh! <laughs> so even, funny. See, this is what's really funny is I didn't realize that we hadn't met in person, and <laughs> I've been talking to her for five years. So I know oh Gina so God. well that it, and I have pictures of her. You know that it, it just dawned on me that we've never met in person. That is so funny. funny. Okay, we're gonna have to change that. Um, and then Aaron and I met in person first, and uh, and we've only known each other since January. But you know, it's 
uh, but we we didn't really get connected until this week, and now we're like, <laughs> I mean, it's like boom, it's like you know, you know, uh, veins and arteries, you know, they got to flow together, you know, it's so fun. Um, well, we talked about intention, so let's set the intention for the show. Gina, what do you intend for this show to happen for you, for us, for the world? Well, clearly it's for our listeners to walk away having had an aha moment. That's what it's always about for me, right? I want them to awesome. realize that they can get leverage both in their life and their business from so many different things. And I think Erin's a great person to share with them all these different ways that she has for them to get some more leverage. Mm. Well, I think mm. that's fabulous. Erin, what mm. is your intention for the show? I like that. I want to just second that. <laughs> that Jeannie just said. You can. I, fantastic. I, I second that. And um, I really, you know, my whole reason and my why in the world is to change one person. And um, if that happens, my job is, is complete today. So my intention is that my message, our, our conversation, our interaction, something that we say today touches and shifts and changes for, for one person today to be trans, trans, transformed or transpired or inspired um, to go do be greater, bigger, better things. I love it. And I'm going to add uh, the, uh, that I love what both of you said. And I want to also say that I'm hoping that the show not only adds to everyone being able to gain more power and more negotiability, uh, that's not even a word, but yeah, I'm going to create it, uh, in your world for you and your business and your personal life, uh, but that you have better relationships because of our conversation here with your businesses, mm. with your potential clients, and with the people that you love or want to love in the future and that we mm. all get what we dream and desire by utilizing the tools that are gifted to us through programs like this. Mm. I love that. You'll I, I triple welcome. all of that. <laughs> <laughs> so let's, uh, let, so tell us, give us a story about, you know, how you were a vascular surgeon and how you got to be where you are now. Cause I didn't tell them like, cause I said that you were paralyzed, but then I said you went back to doing it. So, <laughs> What right. there? <laughs> well, I'm just, I'm going to clarify the, for the people. So, yes, I can do vascular surgery. Yes, I'm very trained in that, but I am actually not a surgeon. So I do not actually have the MD behind my name. Um, I spent many, many years um, doing surgery right alongside with the surgeons. Um, I was trained exactly the same uh, way with the procedures, in and out of the procedures, training the teams, um, and then went into training surgeons themselves with procedures. Um, but I'm actually not an MD. So I just want to make that clarification there. So, yeah, so I, uh, back to my accident, I was probably not even a year out of, into my job working in the operating suites when I had my snow skiing accident that wiped me out, left me um, partially paralyzed, uh, right-sided paralyzed for four and a half months. I didn't know if I was ever even going to be able to um, grip anything with my hand, um, use the upper right quadrant of my body, um, move my arm in any way, shape, or form, uh, or, like, have any any feeling in my, my upper right quadrant at all. And, um, yeah, so probably much like Jeannie, lots and lots and lots of uh, therapy, lots of um, medications, lots of trial and error, um, 
we finally got some some feeling back and um, then started that that lengthy road of <laughs> of uh, of therapies and uh, to you know really regain the feeling in, in the hand and when I actually went back um, into the operating room I actually couldn't even move my thumb away like my my hand was in almost a fist and I couldn't move my thumb away from my my forefinger on my right hand at all. And I'm like, how in the world am I going to do surgery? I can do it. I got the, I got the willpower. I got the gumption. I, I know, I know what I know and I know I'm really good at what I do. And I know that I can direct other people to help me when I need it. And I know that they will respect me for that. And um, so there was a lot of conversations, you know, Hey, Aaron, like this is really high level surgery we're doing here can you be can you can you be present are you going to be there this is emergency surgery we're doing these aren't scheduled surgeries and um you know traumas are, you know there was a lot of conversation between our team um and myself with where i was at at the time and and i just continued to prove myself yep i'm showing up yep i'm doing the job yep i'm doing it better than anybody else and i'm still not 100% and still to this day it's i don't know that was in the early 90s was my accident if i'm 65% on my right side, that's probably pushing it. And nobody knows. Like, nobody has a clue that I don't function 100% because so I don't. I have to ask this question mm -hmm. How sure. do you end up being fully trained in vascular surgery without an MD after your name? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really, really good question, and that was a point in time in my life where um, I never went and sat for the exam, and I never, and I, I said, well, you know, I still love doing surgery, and I'm still really good at it, but I don't want the responsibility that comes, I've, I've gone through all of this, and I just don't want the responsibility that comes with that MD after my name, but how can I start That's pretty darn cool, pretty darn cool. That was like really like pulling the plug out, and like a, a lot of people were like, "Holy cow, you got to be kidding me! What are you doing?" Right? The whole the whole little committee of people that say, "Are you kidding me? What are you doing? You're throwing your life away!" Blah 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 blah. blah right? Like all, the whole committee that has a better idea for you. <laughs> and I'm like, I I personally needed to step away from that level of responsibility um, at, but still be involved. So I'm like, okay, well, my job ended up, most people now will know that it's uh, what I did was actually now called a physician's assistant. So that was my, my um, way of still being involved at a very, very high level. I still have patient care. I'm still doing surgery. I'm still, you know, able to write prescriptions on behalf of the physicians. I'm still training teams. I'm still on the cutting edge of every single technology that comes out. Um, and um, it, uh, that, was, that was the way that, you know, really fell into my lap and really ended up being very instrumental in being contracted and, and a headhunt. I'm still headhunted. I've been out for five years and I, I weekly still get calls um, to come and train teams um, inside the operating room. And it's really, that's kind of blow, mind blowing all in itself. But um, to, you know, that, that ended up being my overarching job was to come and retrain teams inside the operating suite, specifically trauma suites, 
cardiac and vascular suites on team building, efficiency, productivity, um, communication skills, along with all of the surgical procedures themselves. So really to make it a streamlined process and an extremely efficient streamlined process. Um, um, yeah, so I think I've been in over 40 hospitals between Boston and LA and back um, in my time doing those those uh, contracted positions inside the hospitals and training teams and um, yeah, <laughs> and here we are, and here we are. <laughs> so the only distinction is, is we can't say you're a surgeon, but you do the surgery. No. So yes, yes, correct. Uh, that it's, is to correct. me the same thing. So. So, there are a lot of people that so, call me right. doctor. So we doctor. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. In in my other world, um, it doesn't matter what I tell people that I don't have a psychology or psychiatry de degree. They still think I'm a doctor or a psychologist, and yeah. uh, they that it doesn't matter what I say. They still call me that, and I say, I, and and just to make sure I'm, uh, you know, that I'm not. And they're like, yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> And I just put it out there as a disclaimer, and I'm like, I just got to say that I'm not. And yeah, yeah. And all the people still put, have me on speed dial, and what do you think, and can you come, and what do you do? And I'm like, listen, I, I've, you know, at this point in time, I've been out for five years, and um, like anymore, technology changes so quickly anymore. You know, it's like it's it's almost scary to have that me be a point of reference. I'll give you my opinion <laughs> on a medical thing, but um, you know what I mean? Like it just, it's, it's, um, uh, and I'll be an advocate on your behalf, but um, um, anymore, it's, it's, it, things change so rapidly that that would be difficult for me to step back into that position right now. I hear that. And at the same time, knowing you, I'm like, oh, <laughs> you would totally get it. So you may not know the exact technology of it, but you and the management of appointing people to do it would be awesome. So, yeah. Saying. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Because, <laughs> you. Uh, you know, it's a natural tendency of ourselves to discredit what we're capable of. And you're capable sure. of totally doing it regardless of the technology that's present. In fact, that may make some things easier. You just didn't, haven't had the chance to experience them yet. So, mm -hmm. and, and Gina's uh, working with new startups and technology all the time. Uh, Gina, maybe you'd like to contribute about, you know, how the world changes with doing things and with the change of technology. In a blink of an eye. What I'd really like to know more about is who are you working with these days, Erin? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Did you see her shift right away from her right there, Andrea? Did you see that? Oh, I did. I did. I was trying to boost her, her business, and she gave it away. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, we get to talk to more, Jeannie. Um yeah, so who I talk to now is I really focus on recovering corporate women specifically. Um, and by recovering corporate, that's us, right? Like it's those of us that have spent time in corporate U.S., whatever that looks like, whether that's medical or attorneys or working, for, working you know, in some brick and mortar someplace, punching a clock for somebody else. You, you were in, in another environment and, and you realized after, you know, 20 or 30 years that, man, this isn't aligning for me anymore and I'm not happy and I get to figure out 
what life is on the other side and I get to recreate myself. And most of the women that I work with, I have a handful of men, so I just got to throw that in there too. Three. I have three men that work with me. <laughs> um, um, the, the women are just such go-getters and they're so, so um, in line with what they want to do. They, they, they have developed businesses around their, their cellular desire and the, the, their heart's passion to, to really go and do and be and transform other people's lives by their experiences. And they've made entire businesses out of their expertise um, in those areas, whether they're all about like one of my clients is an, is an expert um, packaging guru. Like her whole background is perishable products and shipping and packaging those. You want to know how many people I send to her because that's her specialty. It's, crazy and you know she she took an idea that she had for a sustainable for a sustainable um food product and made a five hundred dollar investment two years ago and she's a millionaire that's brilliant you know what i mean like and and she's taking it a step farther and, and that investment is now going and it's recreating itself and it's you know almost like franchise and she's in conversation for, for like taking her her business and turning it into a consumable, like a massive consumable product here in the states, because we're the only ones that don't consume the products that she has. <laughs> With oh, being funny. kind of vague there, yeah, it's, and it's really really yeah. interesting, and that's that's like one person that had this brilliant idea that didn't know how to how to maximize maximize what they had or turn it into a business right and we worked <clears throat> through that and um she's she's off and running but she's off and running another one of my clients is is on the west coast um she works specifically with um the trans community which you wouldn't think that that's a huge community but they all congregate pretty much in Seattle um, and it's growing mm-hmm. and populating across the rest of the, the states. But she works specifically with the physicians and the client and, and does all the body prep work. And it's a two year plus process. She's like, how do I do this? She goes, I just have a heart desire to, to help this community of people and to be that transition for them. And she ends up, you know, not only doing, not only doing the, the, the work and the communication between the physician and the client and, you know, and the work that needs to be done to prep the body, but it also does a lot like, like you, Andrea, like a lot of the psychology, she's also trained in massive, you know, NLP also, and all kinds of, you know, that the mental part of the mindset that has to go into all the procedures to get you where you want to be in the trans community. And yeah, she's another one that made less than a $20 investment on a, on a business and is high, high, high six figures approaching seven figures right now with her business. And it's people like that, you know, they have, they have, they have a dream that they needed some action in order to make it a goal. Right. So they had that big, brilliant idea and it can stay a dream, 
you can dream and dream and dream until you want to put some action on it. And as soon as you put an action step on it, like it's past that acid test, really, if you think about it, and it's right into a goal. That dream, because it has an action attached to it now, like I'm going to make one phone call to one person to see if I can get a resource to make this thing go or or to at least tap a, tap one person to see if I'm way off my rocker with this idea. Mm-hmm. And now, now yeah, it's that, become a goal. Yeah, that's fabulous. <clears throat> right? And that goes right in alignment with what we're talking about when you, we talk about being a leveragist or leveraging something yep. is when you take one idea, one thought, one connection, one person, and you make something happen. Um, <clears throat> so I, I don't even know if you know this, Erin, but in my other world, um, so I, I left law enforcement to study psychology and focused really on uh, intimacy and relationships and um, specifically uh, sexual interest, intimacy and overcoming <laughs> challenges and dysfunction and my uh, original name for my business was called the sexuality tutor and then I started having a lot of people that I worked for that were CEOs and judges and people of influence and celebrities and um, and some of those businesses they wanted me to come and talk to their business not about intimacy but about connection or conflict resolution or other things so I changed my name to ignite your relationships uh, because um, you know sending a check to through procurement for the sexuality tutor at a corporation was awkward. <laughs> sure. <laughs> to say the least. And so I changed my name for them. But I spoke at uh, sexuality conferences all over the world um, uh, all the time. <laughs> and so uh, that world is still a part of my world, although I don't share it as often unless it comes up like this. And uh, I still do consulting with couples and, and individuals who have, you know, um, disorders or want to have their um, intimate lives be better. And I learned so much about people in their different worlds and people who want to transition and how that process goes. So I'm so excited to hear that that's happening because I started that business, you know, near uh, almost 30 years ago now. And so, so many things have changed. And I'm so glad that to hear that there's outlets for people and, and, and people would be surprised to know how much is available to them um, if they, if they're going through that and want something. So I'm just, I'm just so glad that even mm-hmm. you bringing that up, if somebody hears that and has them, they themselves or know somebody that, 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 already just in hearing us, they know they're not alone and that there are yeah. um, outlets for them. And, and that in itself is another leverage key point of what's happening. So I had a specific uh, question about your business, you know, cause we're, <clears throat> I had mentioned that, you know, you really help them look at what's going on to help them more marketable and to help them be more, you know, precise and niche down and to connect with them and, you know, to see where the gaps are and what's missing. Um, yeah. I'm in a, I'm in a program right now um, uh, that often talks about look, stepping back in your world and looking at what's missing, um, and, and often they use the analogy of like Michael Jordan used to watch uh, videotapes of himself playing basketball, and it wasn't that he was looking at to see what was wrong because nothing was wrong. They were doing great, and he was doing great. But what could, what was missing, and what he noticed was yeah. missing was the handoff of the ball between the players and himself. And um, so, in in creating, putting something in that 
that took away uh, that um, made up for that missing, they were able to leverage themselves even better and play even better and make even more points and win even more games. So I see you as that person who sees what's missing and then helps them to get to that <clears throat> next level. So can you give us some examples of some of some specific like strategies or tools or exercises that you've come up with that are either your own or borrowed or modified to become sure. your own that you incorporate? Sure. Well, Thank you. A lot of, um, like Michael Jordan, right, rewatching those tapes, rewatching your tapes, rewatching those tapes. Sometimes we, even when we watch or review our own information over and over and over and over and over, it takes so many times watch, watching and replaying and going over, going over all the spreadsheets and all the, all the analytical things, right, all the stats, um, and sometimes we still can't see the, the holes where the money is falling through, where we're not communicating with our team, where we're totally missing the mark on, on our audience, right? Like whatever that looks like, a lot of times that we are missing that. And it, it's for me, that's kind of, I call it kind of my superpower. <laughs> it's so easy for me to have a quick conversation right off the bat with people and go, oh, well, are you doing this? Well, how come? <laughs> it's, clearly something that you need in your business. Um, and a lot of times one that's, that's it. I mean, there, there's no, there's no wow factor there. It's simply some outside eyeballs that have a strong business background. Like even though my, my background was medical, I contracted myself. I negotiated what I want. I wrote my own contracts. I, um, in and around in that time, I also co-owned a multimillion-dollar business with my former husband that we started from a two-car garage and grew it to an entire city block in less than five years. Went from three employees writing our paychecks out of our personal paycheck to 60 employees in my shop and seven regional salespeople. You know what I mean? Like there are skills and that are formed from that massive growth that only if somebody's been through those kind of things are they able to see for others, right? Pass it forward, right? Play, like, pass it forward. So a lot of things are, are you being accountable to yourself? Are you setting goals? And are they in a timeline that you can achieve them? Like, this isn't new, this isn't new stuff, but a lot of people, especially entrepreneurs, don't do it because we don't have to be accountable to anybody. It's, Correct. It's hey, I set my own hours. Do I do I feel bad if I show up at nine oh three in my office? I don't have to say I don't have to apologize to anybody except for myself that I'm three minutes late. Right? Correct. Like there's no Correct. there's nobody to you're punching your own clock. So if you're in business for yourself, are you setting are you setting those goals? I mean there was there was a study that was put out by Small Business Trends like early last year, and it said that over 90% of businesses fail because they're incomplete, unbalanced, or lack experience as their services, meaning you don't set the goals, you don't have anybody holding you accountable, you don't have a, a systems in place that are the right ones for your business, if any systems at all. A lot of people go, oh, crap, I'm actually a business. I didn't realize that if I made over 600 bucks, I was a business. 
right? Mm-hmm. Like, they, because they just don't know. They don't know that they sold their cool jewelry, and they sold so many pieces of their cool jewelry at 20 bucks a piece here and there, and all of a sudden they're over $600 in, in income that they're a business. Mm-hmm. And now what? And now what, right? <laughs> like, now what? And holy crap, my T-shirt business just exploded into nowhere land, and I don't even have an EIN number, right? Like, what's going to happen now? How do I go backwards? How do I, how, do I, how do I plug this hole? How do I even get, you know what I mean? Like, those kind of things, if, if, if they're not set up, if those systems aren't in place, if you don't have somebody else's eyeballs on your, on your business, somebody else holding you accountable, it can, absolutely. It can, this stuff can fall apart. And like one of my big um, exercises that I run through with my clients and um, I don't, I don't work necessarily with newbies anymore. Um, but this is a, a exercise that I do do even with my people that are six and seven figure earners um, is who's your board of directors. And everybody goes, what? I don't need a board. This is all me. Right. I'm on board. Mm-hmm. I'm the CEO of my own company. Uh-huh. You're right. Who's your board of directors? Who holds you accountable? Maybe even call them, an, you know, your accountability board. Don't even call them a board of directors, right? But who's mm-hmm. there holding your back, holding your space, calling, you know, questioning your investment, questioning you know, the next coach that you bring on board, questioning the next service that you bring on board, um, questioning, questioning, you know, hey, did you pay your taxes? <laughs> who's, who's there? Who is that board that you trust? And it's not your mom and your sister. I'll guarantee you that. It's not your mom and your sister. But who are those people that are going to hold you and your business at the highest and best good for you and your business and call you out when you need to be called out and be your cheerleader when you need a cheerleader. Who are those people? And I, I, I go through a, a, an exercise with them and I'm like, if you can't find five people, you need to start putting yourself in situations where you're meeting people so that you can have five people that will hold you and your business in the best and highest good at all times, awesome. whatever that is. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's amazing. That's amazing. And then, Agina, do you have some other questions as well? So, Sorry, I was oh, there she is. I, I, I knew you were, so we didn't hear the thunder. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's been bad too, really bad. So, for a new client just getting started working with you, what's the first step? The first step with a new client working for me? Well, we go through a um, pretty much of where you're at, you know, like an onboarding um, questioning. So, I have a, a, a an overarching view of where you're at in your business. Um, we do a a little onboarding questionnaire, and um, and then I do a deep dive with my clients. So the people that when they come on one on one with me, they they get a two and a half hour deep dive. We go really really deep into their business, 
is it aligning with their dreams and the original focus for their dreams? And just for a sidebar there, as we grow and shift and scale in our businesses, that that can grow and shift with us. So, but at the at the start off, are they where they're supposed to be? And if not, then we have to spend some time with some mindset work and figure out where the gap is. <laughs> right? Is it money? Is it worth? Is it, Absolutely. Um, right? Where is where is yep. the gap? Be- because you can't move forward with any kind of business decisions, strategies until you as a person are solid with where you're at with your mindset um, in and around all of those things. So, yeah, we do a, a really deep dive. We do a lot of, um, um, I call it big goal setting, and then we deconstruct that into um, into a plan that's actually vital um, and can be measured, and you can see the progress being made towards those big goals, and then we just set out um, into uh, into getting that stuff done and making sure that it, it it's managed. Um, because if you can't measure it, which most people don't, can't they don't track it. it. Yeah, if you don't measure it, you can't manage it, and if you can't manage it, you can't improve it. So um, totally all of agree. those things, yeah, <laughs> right. So we do a lot of we do a lot of tracking, uh, time tracking. A lot of a lot of people don't even know what they do during the day. They're like, man, I was busy all day long. What'd you get done? Um, well, I talked to a lot of people. Okay, what'd you get done? <laughs> you know, um, and uh, just depending on the differences between the people. And the focus of their business, you know, we, we get to we get to figure out what those tracking those trackings actually look like, um, and what's going to benefit them most, based on where the holes are that I see need to be filled. So, I did a an experiment where I wrote down everybody that I talked to, everybody I texted, everybody I emailed, and I spent so much time tracking. It, it was exhausting, but then I realized what I really do in a day, and, and I decided it, it wasn't um, wasn't the smart. It, there had to be a better way of doing it. Um, however, I realized how many different people I talk to a day, how many different subjects, what I really do accomplish. So, if anything, mm-hmm. but from a personal level, it made it better, and it did help with follow up because yeah. um, invariably, as as you guys all know, we're on the phone with someone. And we might um, have something show up that we think, oh, I can just um, delete this or do whatever because it's a a mindless task and it accidentally needs to have something else. And then you start to do it and then it doesn't happen. Like so you write an email and it never – and you answer the phone thinking, oh, I I can answer the phone and send this email and invariably you never send it and it's stuck in drafts. You know, and, and stuff like that. Right. You're, you're you're getting interrupted, and um, where there are there's like two percent of people in the world who can actually multitask and do very, that are exceptional. That are exceptional, and I am one of those that have passed the test on being able to do that. There is mm. a limit to how much you can multi. <laughs> right. So multi yeah. multi means like one or two, Andrea, not like twelve. <laughs> so, not twelve. And 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 then so that can be a problem. And so you know, um, like you said, the accountability and the integrity in the business too is so important. Um, and, and that did help me with that as far as accountability on getting back to people or getting things done. And I also realized 
because um, I've been doing that in the last eight months. I've been really restructuring my business to see where things are missing and how things could be better and how can I be in more of integrity. And I also mm-hmm. noticed that for me what was missing is some, like, like I mentioned, with, with some follow-up, is that with follow-up when, when you um, don't have a chance to do that, it's often because you haven't scheduled time for follow-up. Mm-hmm. So the future mm-hmm. is continually being created, but the present never got to be complete. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, a lot of people, back to the accountability thing, a lot of people have a hang-up on that it's an obligation versus a responsibility. And there's a big mind shift that goes on in and around the word itself when, especially when it comes to setting up the future, right? Because it was never set up the first time because it w- they felt it was an obligation versus hmm. a responsibility. So, yeah. Um, you know, yeah, when you break that down. And help our really listeners start... understand the difference, if you would. Yeah, it's sure. That's so, a gigantic you. distinction. Yeah, so um, if you think about an obligation, right, like that's, oh, my gosh, I I have to do that. I don't really want to do it. Um, It's a burden. I owe it to you. Um, I, you know, it's like a duty. It's something that I really don't want. There's a lot of negative vibration around the I have to do that versus if it's a responsibility, you get to. So it's the difference between I have to and I get to. Even when you say those, that that switch in vibration in your cells, in your body, and in your in your in your makeup of your brain, the difference between I have to and I get to. Even when it comes out your mouth, feels different, vibrationally. So if you look at at accountability as a as a responsibility that you get to do instead of an obligation that you have to do, it completely changes things and it changes your direction and it changes your focus and it changes your willingness and your want to do things for yourself and for your business. It's like a promise or, um, you know, like a commitment, right? Like it's really more of a commitment to yourself, to your clients, to your business, um, to whoever, Right, like if you're talking about relationships, it's a, re- it's a responsibility to your 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 partner or your children or you know whoever you have a your your siblings, your parents. It's a it's more of a um, it's it's a little bit more vulnerable too, if you think about it. That deep dive into the responsibility and the I get to versus an obligation and I have to for accountability. Does that help nice. a little bit? I love it. It does. Yeah. It does. I'm trying to remember the name of the book, but there was a book that came out, gosh, probably close to 10 years ago, that was all about how to remove negativity in the workplace. Uh-huh. And the biggest point that it made was to start looking at even the little things as I get to's instead of I have to's and it really things from a negative to a positive. It is a very powerful concept. Yeah. And it changes like even, 
even in talking to our children, right, or our, our partners in life um, with getting things done or um, getting them on board with what you want to do, um, the I, I get to, hey, I get to go for a bike ride this afternoon. You want to go with me? Versus I have to go for a bike ride. I'd really like you to go. Very different. Right? Huge Very difference. Different. Huge difference. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just, it's, it's a, you know, that's a huge awareness, boundaries, um, really making sure that you're in the right frame of mind and the right mindset um, as, you know, to start off with before we can even go forward. And that, and and it then. It starts by looking at your business as a get to and not a have to. You mm-hmm. might have to earn a living to keep the roof over your head, keep food on the table, etc. But mm-hmm. what if instead of it being a have to, it was a get to? You get Absolutely. to earn a living. You get to keep a roof over your head. Oh my goodness, that's gigantic. It's huge, isn't it? And yep. and if you're great if you're grateful for every single thing that comes across your path, in that get to mentality, it's 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 a complete game changer. It's a complete game changer in your energy and in your want and your need and your desire to accomplish what you set out to do, for sure. Massive leverage. Absolutely. Mhm. Totally. And even in your relationships, both your personal and your business relationships, start looking mm-hmm. at them as get tos instead of have-tos, and just feel the difference that that brings about in the relationship. Yeah, yeah, and back to, like, massive amounts of abundance just in, in, because abundance isn't necessarily monetary, right? Right. (laughs) Yeah, so the difference, abundance and happiness um, between I get to and I have to, is huge. The abun- the abundance comes free flowing with energy, with connections, with client base, with um, your bank account. It all rolls forward when you're in that state of I get to in that positive vibration and that appreciation. The appreciation. Yeah. It's awesome. huge. Absolutely. <clears throat> And Erin, can you, uh, for us, just tell us how people can find you and, and get to know uh, more about you? And then uh, Gina and I all finish up the show and, and, and let people know about what's coming up in the future and uh, close out. Absolutely. Oh, my gosh, this has been fun. <laughs> um, people can find me at Erin Strayer, E-R-I-N-S-T-R-A-Y-E-R.com. Um, I'm, Instagram is Erin Strayer. Uh, Facebook is Aaron Strayer is my personal page or the Aaron Strayer show is my business page. Um, pretty much anywhere under my name. You can find me at Aaron at Aaron Strayer.com. If you want to send me a quick email, um, say, Hey, <laughs> and I'd love to, I'd love to have people reach out and say, hi, see how we can uh, see how we can connect and see if our line, our lanes align. So 
sounds absolutely lovely. We uh, so much appreciate having you on the show. We know you need to run away, and uh, Gina and I have some cool things that we can share in the last couple minutes and in reference to the things that we brought up here. So thank you for joining us today. Oh, my gosh. Thank you, ladies, so much. It's been absolutely delightful hours spent with you, and thanks so much for having me on your show. And I can't wait. I can't wait for what comes next and, with us. Hey, <laughs> well, thanks for getting you. our blood pumping. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ladies, have a great rest of your show, and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Thank you so much, Erin. So, and Bye-bye. so as you guys can hear, we always have such amazing guests here on the Leveragists, um, the Leverage Masters. And, you know, we want to take this opportunity to let you know if you're listening to the show and you have uh, received benefit and value from it, we would love to know. So uh, please reach out to us. Um, I am Andrea. It's spelled like Andrea Adams Miller at the redcarpetconnection.com, Andrea Adams Miller, no spaces, no dashes, no dots, at the redcarpetconnection.com. And Gina, how would you like people to reach you? Gina, G-I-N-A, at Divizio, D-U-V-I-S-I-O dot com. That's Gina, G-I-N-A, at Divizio, D-U-V-I-S-I-O dot com. Awesome. And uh, what we're looking for is not only uh, to hear awesome things that you say about us, because who doesn't want to hear that, but we also would love to know that if you uh, know of someone or you yourself are someone who has a great following, it's got a great message, who's got some products and services that change the world, please reach out to us. Although we do have a long list of people who are already, you know, uh, kicking and screaming to get on the show, we are always open to being open open-minded and seeing what else there is out there for us through the people that we reach through the airwaves and so that's exciting to us and we also want to know what else is going on so we can collaborate and we're also offering a new opportunity for people who would like to sponsor this radio show because we do reach um, people all over the world uh, we've had months with up to 10,000 downloads um, and you know uh, we're looking at more and more opportunities for other syndication so so we would love for you to be a part of our team and help get your message out there in the world. So you can reach out to Gina and I about that, and we can make sure to help spread out the word about what you're doing and how it can help benefit the audience of entrepreneurs and business owners and people who are excited about life and making things happen for themselves who listen to the show. And Gina, is there anything else you wanted to add to what I just shared? No, I think that's fantastic, Andrea. Well, me too. I'm so excited about that. And, um, you know, and you just said Divizio, I think we've got like two or three minutes, and you said Divizio has some uh, new changes. And what you didn't get to share is what Divizio does. So if you would do that, I think Divizio, that would be helpful. Divizio is an affiliate network, meaning we have about 3,500 affiliates looking for products and services that they can promote. It is really designed for people and companies who do good in the world. If you're out there making a difference, your products and services should be put up on Divizio for our affiliates to help promote. We help bring both people who have products and services and people that have audiences together. And we've built the technology to make that easy, effortless, and more leveraged. 
well, thank you very much because I got to realizing I'm like not every we have new listeners all the time, and so they may not know what all you do. So that's awesome. And I'm the red carpet connection, and so what we do is publishing, publicity. We also act as a talent agency and do business consulting as well, and all kinds of fun things. And we're uh, master connectors here, both Gina and I. Uh, so we both have a huge list. Uh, I, I still refer to it as a Rolodex. Um, so that is a a contact list full of lots of names for lots of people all over the world. And we certainly want to be able to connect people together so that they can leverage their worlds to be bigger. And I'm super excited about the weeks to come. We've had a really amazing uh, summer uh, group of guests already with, you know, top people like Alex Mendozian, who's been on with us. And uh, that was, you know, um, oh, actually, Alex has not been on with us yet, has he? Alex has been on with Jack and I. Before you came on. Oh, he was. Oh, he was before me. Oh, well, we'll have to have him on again with me. I actually just interviewed him on my other radio show that we're doing, and I've been talking to him so much lately that I thought he was on our show. But I'm so glad he was on our show. So he was on. I actually have a message out to Alex. So I really want to reconnect (laughs) with him. If you want to get him on the show again, I'd be down with that totally. But we have experts from around the globe that have joined us here yeah. on Leverage Masters yeah. and on the predecessor, which was Traffic Masters, and the predecessor to that, which was Breakthrough Directions. Our listeners might not realize, Andrea, that we have over 400 episodes. This show has been around a very long time, guys. So with that kind of history, you know that we've got some great information. And now that I realized how – I knew there was a lot of shows. I knew there were over 200, but I didn't realize over 400. So that just gets my brain working since I own a publishing company on how we can get some of those messages out even further uh, so that people be, are able to recreate those tips and information for themselves to have um, a much realer, a richer, a successful business in their life. And um, I think we are out of time. <laughs> I think so too We will be back same time same place Next week for another episode Of Leverage Masters Enjoy your week everyone Thanks again Andrea mm-hmm. Tune in next week For another episode of Leverage Masters And don't forget to follow us on Facebook On our Leverage Blackbook page To keep up with the latest We'll see you next time on Leverage Masters Thank you.